there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. I really hope you got your doors all barricaded, your windows boarded up, and I hope you put on your 3D glasses and grab your handy-dandy water gun, because zombies are going to be attacking your neighbors, and you got to save them. You're the only hope. I'm player one, Toby. (laughs) And I am player two, Goobs. And we are the Secret Levels Podcast. We do a weekly retro video game review, but in the month of October, we're doing spooky, scary games. Oh, I'm a ghost. I'm Goobs the Ghost. I'm the Swamp Man. Hey, that was pretty good. I got to give that to you. <laughs> we are part of the Somebodies Network. Go check out all the shows on the Somebodies Network. Follow at Somebodies on Twitter. That's right. So, what are we playing this week, Goobs? We are playing, as I hinted to before, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. A classic, classic game that is available on what systems, Toby? Well, this game you can find on the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis and was released in North America in July 1993, and it was developed by... Lucas Arts and published by Konami. Oh, I love those Konami games. It'd be awesome if they like Lucas Arts snuck in some like Star Wars shit in there. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did, but uh, for the most part, Konami games are always pretty good to me. I mean, I know it was developed by Lucas Arts, but Konami games. I got, a, I got a soft spot in my heart for all the Konami games. Yes, there's a lot of good ones. I'm sure we'll touch base on a lot of them throughout the progress of this show. Yeah, I hope so. Well, we we can book what we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are our own bosses. Uh, okay, so this game is pretty cool because it's one or two player co-op. Yes, it definitely is. My first playthrough, I played with my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and we had a lot of fun doing it until she got frustrated and dropped out. <laughs> Which we will get more into in a minute, but that's very, very understandable. <laughs> so this is a overhead, run-and-gun survival horror game. A good old top-down. Yep. I like my top-down games. Reminds me a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto games. Oh, yeah. Or I guess Grand Theft Auto would remind me a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, this came And out also there. games like uh, Super Smash TV. Yep. Uh, what's the other one? Chaos... 
sh- shit. There's a lot of games like this that have this like uh, kind of overhead view. Uh, isn't True Lies like that? And yep. Uh, Hotline Miami. I've see. I've yet to play that. That's yet. a newer one. Yeah, I, I need to play that. So you've you've told me about it a couple times. So, do you want me to tell you what the story is on this game? I'd love for you to tell me the story first. I gotta barricade my so- myself in the bathroom. Uh, do you have to take a major dump? No, the zombies are coming. And maybe. <laughs> There's not much story on this game at all. So what I've gathered is two kids named Zeke and Julie have noticed that their neighbors have been taken over by zombies. And werewolves and vampires and aliens and giant babies, mummies, jelly blobs. Creatures, giant snake things. Man-eating plants, clones. They're not clones, they're pod people, Toby. They're mushroom people. They're fun guys. Uh, (laughs) Horror dad jokes all day. (laughs) So they must go around and save all of their neighbors. They have a dumbass in a pool that they have to save who's just hanging out. As the zombie apocalypse is happening. You got the sexy cheerleaders. Yeah, she's cheering even though people are being killed around her. Hey, maybe she goes to slaughter you. (laughs) There's a a tourist couple taking pictures of everything. There's an old teacher that you really want to get eaten. Yeah, because she's holding the big F on your uh, report card. Yeah, you know what that F stands for? Fuck you, you're dead. (laughs) I'm not saving you. Like, seriously, though, if the teacher's going to give you an F, are you going to risk your life saving her? I don't think so. No, negative. So there's also a lone baby that's just walking around, a little toddler in a diaper, and a dog. And and sometimes there's a little girl jumping on a trampoline or something. Did you say the explorer? There's oh, an explorer. There's an explorer. There's some army people. There's a lot of people. Your neighbors. You know, your, your typical neighbors. Very diverse, full bunch of neighbors. Yeah. So, no matter who they are, you're trying to save everyone. And at the end, you face off against Dr. Tongue. <laughs> a mad scientist who created all these evil creatures. I think he created them. Yeah, we, we let's go with that. So, yeah, he's the final boss. Anyways, so that's the story. You're just saving uh, your neighbors. People that you know and love. Or don't love. These neighbors wind up in some weird places. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they get there. Not like a back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> I like that joke. That was a good one. So, this game should take you anywhere from four to seven hours to complete. Speed running, I saw for 42 minutes, I want to say. Well, at speedrun.com, the world record is 33 minutes and 26 seconds. And it was set by... Oh, shit. Albert... A-L-L-B-E-E-R-T in 2016. So, someone go beat that record. That's a pretty solid time for this game. Yeah, that's a that's a damn good time. I, I can't do it. I'm just going to throw this out there. I can't get very far in this game. And it may be my nostalgic kid inner Toby talking to me, being like, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Because I've struggled for years on this game. But I always come back to it. That's when you need to push this kid aside and be like, I'm a man, give me the controller. And like you listen to Def Leppard and something and just like get through it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so let's talk about some of the gameplay and, and what you're doing in this game. Besides killing zombies and saving people. Well, you start off in a, a level. It could be a backyard kind of setting. It could be a castle. 
It could be a, a shopping market. It could be a factory. It could be Dracula's freaking tombs. It could be a whole bunch of different tombs. Could be a beach setting. There's a whole bunch of different settings, which is nice. It refreshes it every so often. You're not doing like four levels in one area and then jumping to the next one. It goes back and forth between the different scenes. I just want to live in this neighborhood where all this is that close together. Yeah, it's pretty damn close. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to go to the tombs today. Okay, well, I'm just going to jaunt over there. Yeah. So each level, you have a specific amount of survivors to progress to the next level. So. Once you find all the survivors and you save them, an exit door appears, and that's basically how you get to the next level. Speaking of survivors, there's a little thing I found out in this game. If the zombies in the first level kill most of the survivors, you save two of them, you only have to save one survivor on the rest of the remaining levels. You know what? I think that's that's what I saw the uh, speedrunner do that I, I watched a little bit of his speedrun to see how he, because I, I was like, how the hell do you do this? And he did. He he lured the zombies to kill the survivors and only yep. saved a couple. And I was like, what the hell's with that? So and that's what I implemented in my gameplay right away. I was like, okay, if I'm gonna get far in this game, I'm gonna do this. Well, see, the only problem with that is the survivors that you do save, you get points for at the end of the level, and. Each each survivor has a certain amount of points. So, like, the cheerleader, I think, is the most uh, points you can get for saving someone. Or maybe it's the baby. I don't remember. But uh, the points give you extra lives and, and stuff like that. Yeah, don't really need the extra lives, though, for just saving one person. You just kind of beeline straight for them if you know where they are. Right. It's a, it's a coin toss. It's whatever your game style likes to be, pretty much. Right. You do you, folks. You do you. <laughs> So you start out with a water gun, and you can find lots and lots of uh, weapons along the way, like bazookas, soda cans that explode. Pop cans for us Canadians. Yeah, pop. Footballs, tomatoes, silverware, uh, weed whackers. There's a little weed whacker that you can... Yeah, I call them whippersnippers. (laughs) What are you, a 90-year-old man? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Trapped in a 34-year-old body. Right. There's fire extinguishers. I mean, there's there's all kinds of different. Uh, Did you weapons. say uh, forks and knives? <laughs> yeah, yeah, silverware and stuff. Yeah, which I noticed all the weapons have. It's very Mega Man like. You some of the certain weapons uh, are strong against certain. Yes. Enemies. Like the like. silverware for the changeling, like werewolves. Yes, and then like. You can throw the can, the the soda cans at certain things, and and it just kills them in one hit. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get at. Like those stupid dolls. Yeah, what kills those dolls? The soda cans. I oh. found them worked out really well on them. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what I used to. Well, sorry, the pop cans. <laughs> uh, what's cool about this game is it's uh you got eight different directions you can shoot in, so that's uh that's pretty handy. It's not just like the four. It's directions. Eight times the fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you also have special items along with your weapons. Some of the items can be like health or fast shoes. Or some wonderful, wonderful potions. Yeah, the potions are great. Fast shoes are a lot of fun, man. When you get that going, the music will double speed. Running back and forth all over the place. Yeah, so tell us what the potions do because they they do a couple of different things. Uh, There's a ghost potion that you can walk on water on and like not get hurt. You're pretty immune. There's a monster potion. And that one is pretty awesome, because you can punch through walls, you're stronger, you're pretty much invincible during that as well. And there's also one that turns you into a zombie. I'm not really sure what that does, because I wasn't around anyone when it happened. 
when I used it, it was during the baby level. So I'm just kind of just wandering all over the place, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. I haven't seen that one, I guess. I've played that one. Yeah, there's yeah. one that turns you into a zombie. Like It's just one of those ones with a question mark on it. Yeah, one of the mystery ones. Yeah. Huh. I've seen the ghost one, and I get the monster one, too. But I guess I've maybe I have gotten it, and I just didn't realize what it was. And then there's uh, Pandora's Box, too, which is very useful for killing the baby. In the game. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, you fight a giant monstrous baby. And uh, it's really, it moves fast and will crush you into a pancake. It's the first major boss you fight. And he's a bastard. He is a bastard. Oh, it's one bad baby. Uh, What about the distraction clown things? Oh, Jen really didn't like those. <laughs> they just make that noise over and over. But it's cool. those are quite handy, though. If you're getting swarmed by a whole bunch of enemies, you throw down Bozo the distracting clown, and all of a sudden, everyone swarms him until he pops. But you normally they're pretty pretty plentiful throughout the game, so they're really good to have in your back pocket. Yeah, it's just you you drop it and then like whatever enemies were on you, they just they attack that for some reason. It distracts them. Everyone hates clowns. That's what this game has taught me. <laughs> Even zombies. <laughs> Especially zombies. So you can find keys throughout the levels to open doors and stuff like that. I just prefer the bazookas <laughs> and just blow open the doors or where there's cracks in the wall, you can blow open the the wall with the bazooka. I try to conserve my bazookas uh, for the freaking Jason motherfucker that comes out at you. Yeah. I do not like him. He's fast and catch up to you pretty quickly. There's a lot of like uh, nods to many horror movie characters, you know, so that's... Oh, definitely. Like the aliens, like Mars Attacks pretty much. And yep. Yep. Of course, Werewolf, Mummy, Frankenstein. If you're a horror fan, this is probably going to be a good time for you. Yeah, it has, just like Monster in My Pocket, it has a bit of everything, like, all over the gambit of horror. Yeah. So, there is a password system in this game, and there's 48 freaking levels. And there's apparently seven bonus levels, but I don't know how to get to them. I was doing pretty good, and I still didn't get to a bonus level, so I don't know how. Might be, like, a secret weapon or a secret thing. Speaking of secret things, there's a SNES exclusive weapon in the game. And it's a flamethrower. That's right. The flame that you find later on in the game. Yep. And it's super powerful, and you use that to kill Dr. Tom. Yeah, you stepped on one of my uh, fun facts, but that's okay. Hey, it's, it's stuff I experience, man. <laughs> if I experience something fun that could be a fact, I'm going <laughs> to let people know about it. So there's also a little map that you can toggle with uh, on, on the Super Nintendo. It's just... Which is fucking useless. What? I love the map. The map, uh, it's... It's okay, little- Dora. If there's a place you gotta go, I'm the one you need to know. I'm the map. Yeah, no, you can you can toggle the uh, the map on and off, and on the Super Nintendo, it's the L bumper, so it it pops up and it's a little grid, and it shows. Yeah, nine squares. Yeah, it shows nine squares, and it shows little yellow dots, and uh, you know you're in the middle. So as you get closer, the dots get closer to you. So the yellow dots are the survivors. So I think it's helpful. I thought the yellow dots were the zombies. No, the I, yellow, yellow dots tell you where. Are the you sure? Hundred percent sure. I always thought it was the zombies because every time I look at the yellow dot, there's a zombie there. Nope. So that's why I just don't use the freaking thing. <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, it's for the survivors. 
Now, on I'm a, a man. I don't need maps. <laughs> I don't need directions to your shit. <laughs> I will not call someone for them. <laughs> on the Sega version, they it's a little bit different from what I understand. I, I played on the Super Nintendo, and that's what I've always played on. Uh, I Same here. didn't know that there was a Sega version until a couple of years ago, and I was like, well, hot damn. I thought it was just a Nintendo exclusive, but it's there on the Sega from what I understand, though, they short they they make the screen smaller, and they have like a black bar on the side, and it's got the map on there permanently, and it shows your health and what weapons you have, and then it can show player two at the bottom too. It's it's set up differently. I just I just don't remember. I don't like that. Yeah, it it doesn't seem. Doing my classic game, don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. I I don't know if I could play that one because. That would mess me up because I've played the Super Nintendo version for so long. How do you think this game handles? Uh, when I first started playing, I'll be honest, I had a bit of trouble with the aiming. Because like, I find like the hitboxes on some... like I know it's not to do with the handling, but the hitboxes on some of the characters are like, okay, what the hell is going on right now? And then they get really close in and take some damage off of you, which isn't fun. But... um then once I got used to that, like used to the aiming and everything, then it, it was okay. Yeah, um, I mean everything handles fine on the Super Nintendo. Uh, trying to change weapons is kind of weird and change because you have a button to change to scroll through your weapons. Yes, when you're trying to do something in a hurry, it kind of sucks ass. Especially once you've picked up a bunch of different weapons, like you're scrolling through, and then if you miss it, you have to keep going all the way through it again. And it's and you got like the guys chasing you down, like I really need this right now. (laughs) I need a health. I need a health, but you scrolled past it three times. Clown, 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 potion, (laughs) shoes. He's like, oh, there goes all my good stuff. Yeah, I I did that so many times in my playthrough. Just wasted everything because I was getting killed and I was like panicking. What's your favorite item to use? Uh, weapon or item? Uh, either one. Which one? Oh, let's do both. Why not? Okay. It's 2018. We can do what we want, man. <laughs> Just date this episode now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so what, what do you got for favorite weapon? Uh, favorite weapon? Gotta go with the handy dandy rocket launcher. Yep. Don't leave home without it. I, I that's my favorite. Just blast holes in the wall. Uh, it kills the stronger creatures. Uh, the flamethrower is really good too. That would be a close second for me. Right. And I kind of like the pop cans. I like the little uh, the cross thing or whatever. <laughs> how it rolls, how it like kind of rolls around you and yeah, it's very handy when you get swamped. Yeah. Uh, what about item? What's your favorite item? Oh man, slick shoes. <laughs> See, I like I like turning into the beast thing with the. Post. That's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun because you can, and every. And it'll time, last a long time too. That's a good thing about the special items in this game. They last, yeah. I usually just try to go through and bust as many wall uh, holes and walls as I can. That way, if if I get stuck when it wears away, I've got places I can get away from stuff. You know, I'm not trapped anywhere. Oh, so. you're being strategic. Yeah, yeah. So I I I don't necessarily try to knock out the the baddies in that area i just try to make <laughs> make areas so i can run <laughs> yeah it comes in handy in like the levels like the mall or the the factory where there's a lot of uh walls to break down because yeah. that can be very tedious in the end of things especially with all those dolls and or other things chasing you which uh which levels did you hate the most 
Like, what was your least favorite level in this game? Because uh, there's there's only just, like, you, you named them off earlier, but there's certain levels. Like, for me, I hate the factory levels. The factory levels with the conveyor belt pissed me off. So yeah, much. and they get flooded with those dolls that whip, in, or whip the axes, and then if you don't kill them right away, they turn into flaming dolls. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of a bitch. Uh, Those always remind me of Chucky dolls. I don't know why, but that's... I think it's because that's what their little box... I didn't like the levels with the ants. Oh, yeah, the ants. Because they're... Like, they kind of follow your movement. Like, you can deke them out, kind of, but it's kind of hard. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, if you figure it out, which I didn't, like, you can get killed by those ants quite a bit. <laughs> and that, that's just, like, one of the backyard levels, but they just add a different aspect with different creatures coming after you. Or anything to do with water, if you don't have the ghost potion. Right. For as much as they use the same, like, settings, you know, 48 levels, they, they've only got maybe, like, eight or nine different styles of levels they use. It really, they do mix it up really well throughout the Yeah, they game. keep it fresh with uh, all the different enemies that you're attacking or yeah, being and, attacked by. And and usually when you go back to one of the, like, same settings, they have new z- monsters coming after you. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. Or they have, like, four different kinds of monsters coming after yeah. you. You like, the chainsaws, the pod people, the ants. And <laughs> right. Oh, it's like, oh, my God. So Zombies. What about the music? How do you feel about this music? I love this music. It's fun. It's really It fun. is super fun. It's themed like perfectly towards the game. You get the creepy little like going on on some of the tracks. It's like, yes, I'm playing a B movie right now, which is exactly what this game is. You're living a B movie while you're playing this. And who doesn't want to do that with their life? Because B movies are the greatest movies of all. Right. Yeah. Uh, music's great. I, and again, for something that they end up reusing quite a bit, it's not, it, it never feels droning to you because... No, because each level kind of has their own thing going on. Right. So, like, you hear one track, like, oh, I like that one, and then you hear the next one, and then a few levels later, you hear that one again, like, oh. Yeah, it's it's like every four or five, you'll hear one of the tracks that you heard on a previous level. So it's, it's not like you're just, like you said earlier, it's not like Bubsy, where you've got three or four levels of exactly the same music, and it's terrible, and you're like, God, I just want to get out of this this arc of this game. Yeah, they're very smart in this game, like the way they pace everything, it's genius. Yep. What'd you think of the uh, graphics? Do the graphics still hold up? Well, I wanted to say my favorite song, oh, man. What's, what's your favorite song? Hands down, the castle song. When that bass kicks in, it's like, hell yeah, I'm in the shit right now. <laughs> and the shopping mall song's pretty dope, too. You know, even the intro, like the intro music, it's creepy. It's like, oh shit, what am I playing? You know, but it does. It's got that B movie feel to the entire soundtrack of this game, and it's and it matches the cartoonish style a little bit too. Like it's scary. Definitely it's does. Cartoonish. I don't know how that works, but when if they listen, pull it off perfectly, yeah, they really do. Uh, but what do you think of the graphics? The graphics—they're they're your standard SNES graphics. They're beautiful, and they still hold up to me to this day. Like I will go like. I, when I sat down to play this game, I really enjoyed my playthrough of it. Because the graphics, the music, everything just just melted so well. The, the sprites, you can tell what everything is. Nothing's really muddled or muddle, muddy or dirty looking. Everything's bright, vibrant, and it really stands out. Yeah, it's it's a very nice looking game. I mean, it's... 
Should we start blowing this game right now? Because I'm on the way to. <laughs> you mean blow it to put it in the cartridge? Yeah, of course. The yeah, because yeah, the the things are dirty. Yeah, the yeah, chipboard. Yeah. It's a very dirty game. Which character did you play with? The uh, the guy or the girl? Because you can select at the very beginning. Oh, I played with Zeke, of course. Yeah, you got to go with those 3D glasses. They're just they're too cool. Well, I played with Jen, so she was the girl, of course. Right. We didn't switch roles tonight, but some other nights we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Game over, folks. <laughs> yeah, let's call the show right there. That was too good. Uh, <laughs> so, do you want to hear some uh, some fun facts, or, or do we have anything else that we need to say about this game so far? Nope. <laughs> okay. Let's hear some fun facts with Toby. Let me tell you some fun facts. Okay, so originally the originally the developers wanted to include a battery save, but it just wasn't quite in the budget to put the the batteries in the cartridge, so they went with the password system. Which you can only use every so often, I noticed. Yeah, right. Because some levels, like, you don't get a password. It's like, I really want a password for right now. <laughs> no shit. But you, they just don't give it to you. This game had some censorship issues, and it came out before the ESRB, which is the Entertainment Software Rating Board. And Nintendo, they didn't want uh, a bunch of violence in their game. So in the Nintendo version, I don't know for the uh, Sega version, but in the Nintendo version, they take out any kind of blood and gore so any blood that there was in the game, they changed it to purple ooze. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, it it, it adds to that B-movie feeling, I think. So that didn't hurt anything in this game. In, uh, I think in other countries, uh, they actually had to... Batman and yeah. Flash? What? Did they make it Batman and Flash? <laughs> no, no, this is not monsters in my pocket. They did not uh, do something really wacky, but they did take away the chainsaws and the hands of uh, the chainsaw guys <laughs> that we know and love, and gave them axes in some of the other games. Okay, that works just as well. Right. I don't know how fast you're cutting down a bush with an axe, but yeah, yeah, I don't know how that would work. How that would look. Uh, with the sprites and everything, it might look a little funny to us. I just love when they spin around like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like in a tantrum. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. That's kind of like a mix of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Jason, huh? Yeah, the Texas Jason Massacre. <laughs> in in some of the other countries, it's also got name changes, but in I think in some of the countries, they just change it to zombies. The and, game's just called Zombies? Yeah, but there's a, there, there were several different names I, I think I saw on the list, and I just thought that was the funniest one. Like, there's the names are ridiculous, but I don't know I don't know if that's true or not. So, But they do have different names in different countries because of censorship issues or not wanting to sound too gory. Like, you know, Ate My Neighbors sounds a little uh, sadistic. Yeah, unless you're Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> that's true. Um Apparently, there's been a film in development since 2011, and I guess someone's been trying to get the rights from LucasArts, but, you know, LucasArts is... I don't know what happened to LucasArts, but if the Lucas uh, franchise... If the Lucas company kept any of the rights to any of this, you know, it's all Disney now. So Yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. 
So that would have been cool. I would love to see a Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It'd be fun for like a a Goosebumps type of movie, you know, yeah. for like kids. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I don't know. I want to see a full blown B movie, man. <laughs> the well, Grindhouse. I think Zombies I Ate My Neighbors. Well, don't get me wrong. I want to see that, but I'm I'm also thinking like. I could watch this with my kids, and it'd be fun, and be like, hey, you like that movie? Let's go play the game, you know? Dad, it's not out yet on PS4. <laughs> well, son, it's because it came out 20 years ago. On Is it black and white? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, one thing quickly. We didn't touch on the great names of the levels. Oh, yeah, the the... The uh, horror, the chopping mall. Yeah, the horror-inspired B movie types of names for each level. It was just a fun little quirky thing that I enjoyed. Like every time you end a level, like what am I getting right now? Yeah, yeah. It was like a. It's kind of like the uh, the opening title sequence of a TV show when you when they used to have titles for all the shows, and you'd be like, oh, okay, this it's is- like even scarier than level twenty four. <laughs> it's like, yes. What was there was a thirty? What was thirty four? I think one was called something like this. Is exactly like level thirty four or something like that. Something <laughs> yeah. Or <new. laughs> it's like uh, here's the most dangerous thing: spikes. Oh. <laughs> I think it's uh, more enemies than level thirty-four, and it's like, and you, it's when you're on like level forty or something. I, I only and know then that like, that doctor tongue battle too. It's rough. Uh, yeah, it's rough. He, I'll just touch on it briefly because we didn't talk really what happens at the end there. But you fight him twice, and he turns into a giant spider. When you fight him, he lays down webs, and then you walk slow on them. And yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. And then, like, later on, because I gave up after that. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done. <laughs> but then I, I had to watch to see what happens. And he pretty much uh, does the same thing again. But now he turns into a giant head afterwards. He beat him as a spider. So it's it's a really grind. It's a really hard grind. Yeah, see, I've, I've never gotten to Mr. Tongue or Dr. Tongue. And uh, I was I proud w- of myself for getting, like, to him the first time. I was like, okay, we're good. Well, I watched the video because I was real curious on what the uh, the final boss looked like, and I noticed that it took so much ammo. Like they were using the water gun, and it took like two hundred hits to finally kill Doctor Tongue. And I was like, I'm not gonna be able to beat that. <laughs> I don't have the time or patience for that. But uh, try to save your uh, flamethrower for that. Right, right. But that's hard to do when you're hidden buttons and you accidentally use something you shouldn't right so it's time to rage oh come on so this is our patented rage meter we give it a one to ten on how pissed off this game makes you goobs do you want to go first yeah, I'll go first. I'll give this game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go up or down this time. I'm solid. solid. I'm right in the middle. I'm right in the middle. Huh? I'm gonna give it a five. Five. Okay. It's not yeah. too bad. It gets a little frustrating at parts. Right. But if you have uh, the right set of skills, which we should at this time, we're secret levels gamers right now. We're professionals. Yeah, yeah, we're professionals. And we're pros right now. Fucking find us on the MLG circuit. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
about uh, maybe our kids, but <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was fun. It was a really fun playthrough for me. I really enjoyed it. You get frustrated at times, but that comes when you're playing the Super Nintendo game. You know, they're going to ramp up the difficulty on here, just swarm you with people that just pop out of the ground on here, like, ah, oh, you got me again, zombies ain't my neighbors. <laughs> Shucks. There's a 90-year-old man and me happening again. <laughs> God damn it, Wally, shut up over there. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to give it a little bit of a higher rage meter just because of the onslaught of zombies and monsters you have to take care of. I think I'm going to give it a plus two just because of the giant baby. <laughs> well, that, and the enemies are hard, and they do take a lot of... How hard are they, Toby? Uh-huh. Well, let's not talk about hard and babies in the same sentence. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> You're the one who went there. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna give this a six point five, just a little bit higher. I, I, I think there's a, it's it's obviously a really hard game. Uh, it's there's so many enemies coming at you, and they just respawn. It's not like you can clear a map they, or anything. They don't get any easier. No, and uh, if if you let all the survivors die, it's game over, and Folks. you gotta start over, and it sucks. So. And, and like I said, there's, there's, like you said, there's some save points, some like passwords and stuff that you can use, but they're kind of here and there. They're, they're not as often as they should be. It should be like every level, but it's not. So it's a little difficult. Uh, you'll pull your hair out. And the best I could do on this run was get to about level 18 before I was like, I can't do it. I'm not good enough for this game. You were close. Yeah, you were right, Professor Oak. <laughs> oh fuck you Professor Oak <laughs> But we should move on From our rage meter And we should go to our ratings Let's go to our happy place Let's go to the happy place on this We give a 1 to 10 rating On how much we like the game And how we would recommend it to people So I'm gonna go first Is that okay? No you gonna fight for it? <laughs> You're not my neighbor, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your neighbor, pal. Remember, I'm always above you. You're my power bottom. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna go first anyway, since I'm the power bottom. Uh, I'm gonna give it an 8.1. We're throwing fucking point ones around okay. now? I'm putting the point one in there, because I, I wanted to give it a little bit more just because uh, I, I wanted I just wanted to show like hey I like this game a little more than just the 8 so 8.1 that's what I'm going to give it uh, I, I like the music the gameplay the monsters there's so many different monsters and stuff in this game so many different weapons there's a lot to do it's harder than balls though for some people <laughs> You can play it two-player. I think that's a huge plus. You know, any game that you could play two-player on was was a great time when you were a kid. And still, a but you're game. on the same screen though, so you gotta like kind of really, really work together. Yeah, you gotta you gotta communicate and say, hey, let's go over here to the right or up or down or wherever. Because yeah, you'll uh, you're definitely gonna get someone stuck on one side of the wall and they can't get over it. Yep, that happens. That's a pain in the ass. We didn't. That should have been part of the rage meter. But it's a good game. Uh, so, like I said, I'm gonna give it a solid eight point one. 
Well, I'm gonna price this right you right now, motherfucker. You wanna throw point ones in this thing? 8.2. Oh. Survey says that's two different game shows. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> there you go, Pressure. Got him. <laughs> He always gets me in the end. Um, phrasing? Yeah, no, this game is absolutely a blast. I had tons of fun with it in my childhood. I had tons of fun with it up to this day, and I will have tons of fun with it in the future. I'm going to try to get my kid to get frustrated with it. that would be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, like Toby said, has all the monsters that you know from everything that you've ever experienced in monsters, because... Why not throw them all in one game? And neighbors? Who likes neighbors? Sometimes you want to see them get eaten by monsters. And that's what this game actually delivers to you in the end. Satisfaction of you watching your neighbors get eaten. Kate Spears that in real life all the time. Unless they have a giant dog. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> what? I didn't hear what you said. Why didn't you hear me? I don't know. It sounded like you cut out. Oh, I said you can't really watch uh, your neighbors get eaten all the time unless you have a giant dog. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Finish him. So, Goobs, will you uh, tell everyone where they can find... Sorry, I'm too busy finishing him. <laughs> you got to stop it so- sooner or later. <laughs> He's been finished for a while, Goobs. Leave him alone. He's going raw. <laughs> My hands are bloody. <laughs> no, could you uh, please tell us about your other shows and where people can find you on the interwebs? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at GoobsWN. That's G-O-O-B-Z-W-N. Please do that and, you know, say hello. You can find my other great show, The Derailers, with my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and my best friend, Ripkin, on Twitter at The Derailers. We take a random topic, we run the rails off the track on it, and we don't end up on that same topic for who knows how long. Because we have a lot of fun doing this show, and you're going to have a lot of fun listening. I promise, or else I'll eat my own lips. Yes, I said it, I'll eat my own lips. So I really hope you enjoy the show, because I don't really don't like the taste of lips. You can go check out the other greatest show on YouTube called Derailed Wrestling. Go search that up. Me and Ripkin make the best WWE 2K18 slash 19, because we're going to have that stuff coming out soon. A video game crossover that you've ever seen in your life. I'm just pulling words out of my ass right now, folks. And uh, we make a whole big roster. We're going to have our friends in there. We're going to have creative characters in there. And we book everything. We call the commentary, which is decent at best. And I hope you have a good time watching that. I will not eat my lips if you don't. Because I only have two sets. You guys write your own stories for it. It's a, it's a really good product. If you are a wrestling fan, you will have a lot of fun with some of the wild characters you guys have on. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an exploration and imagination. Damn, that's a t-shirt. What about you, Toby? Well, I am one of the hosts on the Secret Transmission podcast. We are a satire podcast that look into topics such as... You're a satire? We're a satire. We cover conspiracies, the paranormal, cryptids, serial killers, weird history, true crime, all kinds of... Spooky stuff. So if you like and you want to hear us make fart jokes, that's that's where you go. Go look and dick jokes and hear the greatest character ever seen. He's not a character. But anyways, (laughs) 
Uh, you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Transpod. But more importantly, the secret levels. You can follow fireworks. You can follow the secret levels on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Levels Pod. You can also find us on Facebook, and we also have a group that you can join and talk our episodes with us, or just any video games, just chit chat about video games. It's the Secret Levels group, so search those up and uh, come come chat with us. Yeah, come find us, and you can also get some wonderful, wonderful T-shirts. You can't just get T-shirts; you can get tapestries, cell phone cases, baby shirts, all these wonderful things. Where do you get this from, Goobs, you're asking? Well, I'll tell you right now. You go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels. And you know what? Go there. You can pick different colors. Put different logos on things. It's fun. You can say you did it yourself, but you're supporting us in the end. And we thank you all for it. Yep. We got some cool designs. We'd really appreciate you. They're not just cool, Toby. They're tubular, dude. <laughs> well, if you do go get one, let us know. Tag us in a picture. We'd love to see it. And uh... and go grab a big like skateboard from the 80s and go like surf a pool in it like with our <laughs> shirt on. That'd be fucking rad. Rad be as cool. fuck. Hey, Mrs. Clark. What the hell are you doing standing out here? Zombies and monsters are absolutely everywhere right now. We gotta go. What, what are you going on about? I, I, There's I, a zombie right over no, there. No, Look no. to your right. Zeke, a zombie. Zeke, listen to me. I've got your graded paper. You made an F on it. You need to I don't care if I made an F. Holy shit, there's a werewolf over your left shoulder. Just turn around and look. This is the problem with you kids these days. You're always making up these stories, trying to get out of your bad grades. Man, there's a clone right behind you. It looks just like you just came out of a pod. I don't care about my grades. I care about you. Let's go right now. Now listen here. You need to study harder, and you really need to raise your grades up. Your GPA is looking terrible. You're never going to get into a good You need to raise your sense of awareness right now, and you're about to die. I'm not going to die with you or for you. Now, you won't give me an F? I don't give a fuck right now. We I, gotta go. You need to watch your language. You're getting detention for that one. Young watch my language. Watch your back. Ah! Game over, folks. This podcast is part of the Some Buddies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. This is Eric Woods. I'm the host and producer of Cinematic Sound Radio, a podcast that celebrates the music from film, TV, and video games. We feature some of the greatest music to ever grace the small and big screen, from as far back as the classics of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, to the Silver Age retro scores of the 60s and 70s, all the way through the 80s, 90s, and the modern-day classics of the 21st century. The Cinematic Sound Radio Network has a wide variety of music to satisfy your soundtrack sweet tooth, including an exploration into the film, TV, and video game music of the past in the archive, or rare and hard-to-find recordings with obscure scores. We explore the experimental synth side of the art form in Breaking the Waves, 
the music of Japanese animation in the Anime Spectacular Show, and we play some of your favorite video game scores on the One Up Beat. We also have a wealth of interviews with composers, conductors, orchestrators, and other prominent names in the industry. So that's Cinematic Sound Radio. Find us through your favorite podcatcher and at cinematicsound.net. Thank you.